Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with episode 169 of the Tutor Podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about something I believe in very strongly. It's had a positive influence on me and the people I share this idea with. And that's the idea of a daily journal, especially expressing gratitude for the good things you've got in your life. Now, as tutors, we're in a, a really influential and privileged position. And I think we should be aware of that and grateful for it every day. If your work is a grinding ball ache, you're probably missing out on something, and this might be the key to unlocking it for you. Personally, I can vouch for the power of having a daily journal. I've done mine now for ooh, probably about eight years, and during that time, it's it's helped to keep me focused, helped to keep me positive, and maintain my commitment to my work and to what I call my personal vision which is to spend every day hanging out with my friends, making a lot of noise, making a lot of money along the way, and in the background, building passive income streams and an investment portfolio to leave generational wealth behind for my son. Now, I'm not the only person who does this kind of thing. Loads of famous, successful people have done it over the years. I know Richard Branson carries his notebook with him everywhere. I believe he does some kind of journal. To you know, he's big influence on me, really. Now, in all honesty, I don't think I'd be as happy as I am today if I didn't have that daily journal, if I didn't have the routine in my life. So, cut to the chase. This is how I do it. If it works for you, use it, steal it, adapt it, and let me know how you do it and the effect it has on you over time. So, in brief, this is how it goes. In the morning, I amble into the kitchen, hit the button, and while the machine grinds me a nice dual espresso and does all that stuff for me, I grab my journal and my best fountain pen, and I sit down to write a few little things out. And I do this every single morning. And what it does, in my opinion, is it sets me up for the whole day. It kind of reminds me of why I'm out of bed, the reason I should stay out of bed and not go back to bed, and that the, it gives me a sense of purpose throughout the day. So it's basically how it goes. Oh, and incidentally, I do this longhand. I don't do like bullet points or anything. I like the activity of having a pen that flows over the nice paper and the notebook. And there's a lot of research that suggests that when you write things down, your brain has to reprocess them and it aids your learning. I personally like a hardbound book uh, rather than something that goes into a loose leaf binder because if I miss a few days, I leave blank pages in there and I'll go and retrospectively fill in a few bits and pieces, which you'll find out about in a minute. This is all part of my habit system. It's part of my daily routine. And it has a massive effect. 
So at the start of the day, with my nice cup of coffee, best pen, I sit down and write the dates, and then this. By the end of today, I will it to be true that. And then four things, four or five little things that I would like to be true by the end of the day. First one is always have fun and help people. That's a huge one. If I'm not having fun and I'm not helping people, what am I doing with my day? Next one is to be a good man and a great dad. That kind of goes without saying that's so important. The next one is to manage and grow my empire. And the next one is usually something on the lines of to like and master myself. So there's a whole autodidact thing going on there and a sense of just being at peace with me. They're the first four things I write down. From then on, it's just a list of things. Because the next bit is, today I am grateful for and expect to receive more. And then I just write life, health, love, laughter, Alex, Alex is my son, friends, helping people, and so on. Many things that I can think of that I could be grateful for and that I'd like more of in my life. And this is a bit like typing a search term into Google and then letting it get on and find what you want. And that's it. At the start of the day, that takes typically five minutes for me. It's about the same time as it takes me to drink a double espresso. And that's it. I get on with my day. And all through the day in the background of my mind, those ideas are ticking over. How can I have fun? How can I help people? What's good about this? What can I be grateful for in this? So it, it kind of frames up the day for me. It presupposes that those things are in my life and that I'll get more of it. Helps me to spot the patterns in the day. And, of course, it, it makes me grateful just for being able to get out of bed in the morning. Because there have been days long time ago now when I'd wake up and wish I hadn't because I had to go to the office. And I didn't want to do that. So that's the morning done. I go through the day blundering along, laughing, leaving a trail of destruction, trying to be useful. And at the end of the day, just before I go to bed, I'll write a few little things down. First one is, today I was happy about. And I try and pick out some highlights from the day, even little things. So it might be, today I learned how to fix a water leak on one of the properties, or today I learned how to use a tape measure as a metaphor for a scale in music. Today I learned something there. Whatever it was I was happy about, I'll just remind myself what it was. Now, when I flick back through the journal in the future, I'll pick up those things and go, yeah, hmm, forgotten about that. That's pretty cool. The second thing is, today I chose. I make a note of the choices I made, whether they're good or less good, so that I can think about making better choices tomorrow or continue to make the same good choices I did today all over again. And the third point, today I learned. Everybody knows that teachers receive the best lessons. So I always keep a note of any 
useful nuggets, any ideas, any revelations or insights that have occurred to me during the day. Because I learn a ton of stuff from my students. I learn a ton of stuff from the odd teaching technique that doesn't quite hit the spot first time out. How to tweak it, twist it, make it more usable. And that's it. Again, I look back and go, ah, I can use that. If I don't write it down, for me, it doesn't exist, to be quite honest. And that's really it for me. I try and make the the whole journaling thing as, as pleasurable as possible for me. I use a really beautiful fountain pen. It's a Visconti, if you're interested. It's quite a nice, heavy thing. It feels like serious. But I use a deep magenta ink by a company called Diamine, who make inks in all sorts of colours, including metallic and um, iridescent colours. Beautiful ch- colours and a decent notebook decent quality paper of a nice sort of yellowy kind of hue for me so i've got essentially magenta ink on yellow paper doesn't feel very serious and it feels nice when i write it's a very sensual thing for me now you don't have to do it that way you can use a crappy ballpoint and some god-awful cheap rubbishy paper but that kind of cheapens the whole experience for me. It's not fun. Experiment, see what works for you. Now, if you don't already have a journal routine, I think you should get one. Use it over time, and the the effect will probably creep up on you by surprise. It, it gets noticeable after a period of time. You'll feel happier. You feel more positive. You'll be constantly reminded of how important your work is, how positive an influence you are on people. You'll probably get to like yourself more. You may even accept yourself and ease yourself away from the imposter syndrome. Because if you've got books and books of evidence of all the good stuff you've done, it's very difficult to sustain that idea that you are an imposter and everybody falls prey to the imposter syndrome. We'll talk about that next episode. But as you review your diaries, guys, you might just end up thanking your lucky stars you're alive. That you find that life becomes a little bit better and you have a lot more fun. So if any of you out there are already doing a journal every day, how do you do it? do it different to me has it worked for you what works for you get in touch because you know i only have the answers that work for me and the people i've been in contact with but i'd love to hear how you do it that's my 10 cents worth guys what caught your ear today and how are you going to put this to use in your own life get in touch it's info at neilcamado.com and in the next episode we'll have a look at that imposter syndrome and how insidious and nasty it can be. But till then, I'll say goodbye for now. Remember to subscribe to the Tutor Podcast, leave a review, and like it, share it with your friends. And next time, we'll be talking more about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business while staying sane and happy in the process. Sounds like a lot of fun to me. So join me next time for the next episode of the Tutor Podcast. Have a fabulous day. 
Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses. 